Welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys. You're home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, with my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we have survived the weekend. Somehow, someway, we all made it through, arms and legs intact. We we, we did it. Um, let me, though, let me be the first to congratulate JD, who is the winner of our fantasy uh, football league congratulations nfl nfl yes nfl jd beat me in the final so jd and and i not only beat matt in the final but i also didn't get points for joe burr or or jamar chase from last week ah but we're not ah but we're not gonna complain about that okay very happy i know i'm just i'm just saying i probably would have beaten you by like 50 points Hey, 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 when you're in the final, you can win by 50 or you can win by one. Doesn't matter. Still a win. So congratulations <laughs> to you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling good. I don't, we didn't, this wasn't a money league. I don't think we, paid nah, right? nah, yeah. I think, I think next year we might try it, but we should, we should, because I think we only had, we only had like six people. With this I, league, I, didn't no, we? we had eight. eight or we people. had eight. We had eight. And it, we were, we were going to do it at dynasty league. So, I mean, that's how I, I drafted thinking it was yeah. dynasty. So at least we keep like four or five of the guys, but um, that's uh, yeah, I'm excited. But I mean, it's I lost my I literally lost another money league in the final because I didn't take out Derrick Henry for the week 17 game or the week 16 game, whatever he sat. And I was oh, I was livid because literally I would have had a much better chance. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's put it that way because I, I basically not only didn't get Derrick Henry's points that he would have gotten if he had played, but I got zero for that slot. I was not smart, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but, uh, the injury bug kicked me square in the crotch. Like it, like it didn't bite me. It kicked me in the crotch. Like I think, if I'm not mistaken, I like had both of my quarterbacks out, a running back out, a wide receiver out. It's like basically like four or five of my more consistent weapons were not playing, and the issue is is finding an a replacement to be like hey can you just do the business for two weeks and like some didn't play one week and then others just didn't show up and it's like all i'm saying is i won this league going eight and six in the regular season you were 11 and three so hey you know what you can't really complain because you only lost the games (laughs) i won the supporter shield and in my eyes that is all that matters okay you can keep your little (laughs) cup i have a silver plate so, um, ain't no, ain't no star on that plate, but there's a star in my heart. Um, not much premier league talk going to happen on this episode. We're going to quickly run through maybe some of the bigger stories that happened this past weekend in the FA cup. There was a lot, a lot of surprises. We're going to get you guys all prepped up for the final four of the EFL cup. Yes, boys and girls. That's right. We're actually, I'm sorry, the final eight. We're in the final eight teams of the EFL Cup, if you didn't know that was going on. Talk about a few transfer rumors and then get you set up for Fulham versus Chelsea, which will kick off on Thursday. So we're going to get you all jam-packed, but JD, we are going to go into it nice and fresh. There was 
a lot of chaos going on the Premier League. I'm just going to, uh, we're not going to break down every single game. We're gonna just going to go to brief conversations just to keep you in the loop in case you're not, like, you know, not completely paying attention. Teams like Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, you know, I'm going through the list right now. Brentford out. Liverpool almost had a shocker. Newcastle getting knocked out by Sheffield Wednesday. Like, Leeds fighting back to get a 2-2 draw. Aston Villa losing against a, t- a Steven Gage, which I... I Stephanage, come wh- on. Whatever, who cares? <laughs> if you told... I would assume that was a created team in FIFA's name. Like, some guy named Steven was like, how do I create a team name? You know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna put my own name in it. Well, I've done a, I've done a Stephanage uh, Road to Glory on FIFA before. How far so did you I knew I knew who they were. Oh, of course you did. But there's 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 not many teams in the in League One and League Two that I haven't done that with, to be perfectly honest. So I know I know most of these teams. Well, excuse me, Mister Lower League Connoisseur, but um, it's the only fun way to play FIFA anymore. Yeah, I, I I'm every single time I say I'm gonna stop playing FIFA Ultimate Team, it just draws me right the fuck back. In. Still haven't bought it. I still have not bought bought FIFA. 23 yet. i bought it for 25 bucks i don't hate myself that i bought fifa for 25 dollars. I, I probably should have done that on black friday but i didn't i am i i still have not bought the new fifa and, and at this point i just might not and you're better but you're you you are a better human being for not buying that game i feel yeah. every single time i hit the playstation button and i hit the beep i'm just like i'm a terrible human being like like I I feel I feel horrible. I don't feel good. I finish and I'm just like God. I just feel so fucking dirty. That just sounds like an average, you know. <laughs> that just sounds like average sex. Oh, that's. Uh, it feels like average. Sex. Should should your wife be concerned? It it feels like average sex. But let's let's get back into the FA Cup. Uh, teams like I mean, Man United did advance comfortably against Everton. You did have a couple comfortable games from the bigger sides. Arsenal did uh, did the business nice and clean too. But I want to get into some of these teams like Newcastle getting knocked out. That's massive. I don't know how the team that is currently challenging for top four gets knocked out, knocked out by a team what in the in Sheffield Wednesday? Are they in the championship? Or I mean, are they in the same? I, I, I can tell you why. The reason why they got knocked out is because the team was completely different than what plays in the Premier League. You had, I mean, Alexander Isak, that's a good player to have starting, but he hasn't played in weeks. Jacob Murphy on the left wing, Matt Ritchie on the right wing, E. Anderson, I don't even know who the fuck that is, Sean Longstaff and Joel Linton in the midfield, Jamal Lewis playing left backs, Sven Botman, Jamal Lascelles, who hasn't played in forever, Javier Manquillo at right back, and then... Oh, Martin Dubrovka, finally getting a start. <laughs> hey, you know what? Newcastle wanted him back so bad, good, you can have him. Man United's, I'm just, Man United's got Jack Blut- Butlin now. We don't it, need that shit. No, see, here's the thing. I look at this Newcastle lineup. This isn't a bad lineup by any means. This lineup should beat Sheffield Wednesday, but I feel like this is such a different lineup than they have been playing. So I, I I don't know. There's just no like fluidity there. No, I, I so I, I'm I, I'm not like I'm I'm shocked Newcastle's out. But at the same time, I'm looking at the line. I'm not shocked at all. Where a, a a Sheffield Wednesday team that was probably thinking like this is like our one shot to you know do something big this season. Well, they fucking did it because Newcastle didn't really take this game seriously. Yeah, but I, and and this is 
this, I think, is one of those tournaments where we're currently in a position where there's only probably one or two teams realistically in the title race. Like, maybe if something happens, maybe United could stumble their way into the title race. I'm not saying they're going to, but they might. Uh, I, I sit here where just like, you need to try to get your hands on as much silverware as humanly possible. And the FA Cup, the EFL Cup, those are cup competitions where it, if you have the ability to be in it, you should attempt to be in it. Like, this is like seeing some of these teams play such weak sides. It's like you realize you're just not being fair to your competition. And, you know, you're going to get smacked around. When you're playing against the top three or four divisions in English soccer, if you don't show up with your best, you will get fucking wrecked. This is not like, it's it's not like a video game where no matter what, because your team has more money, you automatically win. Like, no. If you give the lesser guy any hope, it's going to happen. It, it, it It's going to happen. But JD, you kept your eye on a few of the smaller games. You want to talk about any of those? Yeah, uh, Borum Wood versus Acton Stanley. I watched about 60 or so minutes of that game, and it was awesome. Um, I'm talking like the stands only went up four rows. There were people standing on top of the scoreboard. It was awesome. I love it so much. That game ended 1-1. Uh, cracker of a game. Now, the game that I wish I would have fucking finished, because I, I couldn't. I had to take a shower and get ready to go do stuff um, for the day on Saturday. Coventry City versus Wrexham. I I mean I was watching this game. I watched it till it was three one Wrexham, and I was going crazy because it was it was awesome. It, it was so awesome. I actually I stopped watching right as the as uh, the red card and the penalty happened. Um, that would have been in the fifty eighth minute or whatever, or something like that uh, to make it four one. Yeah. So okay. So I was there for that. And then Coventry kind of came back, but what a game! Seven goals, a red card, Wrexham in the National League you know, the fifth tier versus Coventry City in the championship. And they beat them. Like, it's just wild. Just scenes. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney, probably probably the biggest day in their, uh, you know, in their ownership of the club, to be honest. Um, I mean, I've watched, if you haven't watched Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu, on Hulu, please go watch that. It's fantastic. It's really cool. It goes over the history of the club, the history of, of the town of Wrexham in Wales. But it like uh, basically talks about like the last two years of them owning the club, and it's it's really cool. Highly recommend. But they have a lot of the same players still, and to watch these, some of these players that I've seen that documentary over the last two years and watch them actually play live is so cool. But um, yeah, that was a cra crazy game. I'm trying to think what other games I, w I was paying attention to. Obviously, the Liverpool game. Well, I was um, I was yes, I was just about to ask before we end on the FA Cup. I want to ask. You know, Liverpool had to fight tooth and nail to get that two-two draw against Wolves. Are you worried that you have to go play them now at Wolves? Not, not really. Um, it'll. I don't know how Klopp's going to approach this because he he's probably pissed off that we that Liverpool didn't win. Um, I I don't know. Wolves are a good team. Like, like, let me let me just be honest. They they are a good team, and hey, they you. can do this to you. Gotta respect your where, opponent. Yeah, I don't th I don't think Liverpool disrespected their opponent. I mean, they started they start they started a full strength starting lineup. Cody Gakpo got his first start. I thought he looked good. He looked it looked like it was his first game playing for Liverpool for sure. He didn't look bad, but he looked like he was learning what you know 
what the players around him were doing. Like in the first couple, you know, the first couple runs that Robertson was making around side of him, you know, he didn't notice them at first. I get that because he just started training with the team. Totally understand it. But, you know, he did have a shot on target, which was good. Um, Darwin Nunez scoring is always great, you know, from a beautiful trend assist. Um, Salah getting a pretty fortunate errant headed ball back, but he has the, you know, the awareness to sot that home. Um, I think obviously the first goal for Wolves from Gonzalo Guedes is very, a very poor goal to concede by Allison. Uh, he obviously just kicks it right to Guedes and, you know, naturally just finishes. Problem I have with that goal is there was literally a foul in the buildup. Raul Jimenez fouls Tiago, but he himself goes down reeling away in pain. So it doesn't look like a foul. But when you, when VAR takes a look at it, they see nothing. But literally, it's a foul on Tiago's ankle. You know, whatever. It is what it is. Replay it. Anything about VAR going down at the end of the game that could have decided a winner or a loser? So is that confirmed? Because I, I the reason I say that is I've only heard that from people in the Discord. I haven't seen any yeah, actual I, news I, outlets I've, saying. I've that. seen a few. That's that's the. I'm not. I'm not saying that's not true. I just I haven't actually seen any it's, official I, thing saying that. I haven't seen someone officially come out, but I've seen like pages on social okay. media. Like yeah, and that's what I mean. Like I I haven't seen Sky Sports. I haven't seen a club. Like I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen the. Usually well, that's because the, the, well, well, that's because the, they're in the, the pocket. Well, would say something. Well, that's yeah. that's because they're in the pocket of you know big soccer media, and there you go. Just gonna get washed under the rug. I don't know the the way Liverpool was portrayed in stuff like this. Wouldn't be surprised if like the Sun or the Mirror fucking made something like that up. Pierce. and all the players just ran with it. I'm just I, I'm not I'm not disputing. I'm just saying I haven't heard. I haven't seen. A credible news source say that. Pierce Morgan, 90-minute interview incoming with VAR, the exclusive. Why VAR yeah. is being disrespected and not getting first-team looks, okay? They want to <laughs> be in serious competitions. Let's really quickly move over to the one final game in the FA Cup I wanted to talk about. And this one was pretty eye-opening. And, JD, I don't want to spend more than a few minutes talking about it, but Man City 4, Chelsea nothing. Graham Potter's got this team in the mud. You got injuries piling up left, right, and center for this Chelsea squad. It's it's getting bad. It's getting worse. And I don't see any... Like, we're going to talk about the transfer rumor coming up in a few minutes. But I see zero light. I see nothing good about what is going on right now with Chelsea Football Club. Yeah, I mean, City winning four nothing, like okay, that that's realistic to happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not that surprised, especially in a cup game when City City has basically their B team could start for most teams in the Premier League. Um, I I agree with you, Chelsea. It, they seem to be able to still attract certain talents, and I don't know why, because right now they're they're in tenth. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're in tenth. You are correct. They're doing a perfect ode to Pele. Yeah, right. I, I just don't. I just don't see why a player, and we're gonna get to it. I don't see why a player like Jao Felix is enticed by the project. What do you mean the project? Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I. They, 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 there's no like. I. I don't know why Enzo Fernandez was interested in going to Chelsea right now in like mid season, where they're almost certainly not gonna get Champions League. I. You know, wait until the summer ends of Fernandez and see what's you know available then. I just it 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 it, 
it's surprising that players are still interested because I get it with the Fofana deal. Like that's, you know, a lower, you know, tier deal from, you know, coming from Molda. You know, that's fine. Like I get that. But Chelsea, to, to your point, I don't really see a light there. And Graham Potter is not long for the club. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to dive in. Joao Felix, apparently this is going to be confirmed in the upcoming days. Um, fuck, it could be confirmed by the time you listen. Uh, apparently it's $10 million, 10 million euros for the loan, plus his salary, which is about 285,000 euros a week, which I, I think that's like a rough estimate. Can't quote me on that. I think it's in the ballpark. You are going to end up paying over like 20, almost 20 something million euros to have a guy for six months. That is like, I think that's also the main reason why Man United and Arsenal kind of aren't heavily going in on this is because of the amount of money, like 20, around 20 million euros is a player. That's a squad player. That is a guy who's coming off the bench, putting in minutes, like, why am I going to put this into a guy who, which by the way, this is a classic combination of, you don't need Joao Felix when you're out, you have Joao Felix at home. Is Kai Havertz not the fucking same thing? They're a false number nine. He's tall. He's taller too. Yeah, I just, I, and I've said this before and I've said this to other people and I have no issue saying this out loud. Anything Chelsea done, does at this point it's it reeks of desperation and it reeks of just sad it's sad chelsea are going to spend 600 million euros in a calendar year and not qualify for europe which by the way please someone needs to explain to me what financial fair play is because at this point i have no idea there's no way chelsea are bringing in this amount of money that they have going out and then apparently there's also rumors that Chelsea's going out and they're going to dump a ton of more money into the club in the summer. It's it's because it's because rich white dudes in America buy Chelsea jerseys and you know flaunt them Stop as if it's buying cool. Christian Pulisic jerseys. He's not like, going to be there that long. That's honestly why Chelsea Football Club gets away with financial I, I, I just... stuff because they sell so many goddamn jerseys to people in the US who don't watch them play. They just look cool, and it, and it's Chelsea. Remember Didier Drogba? Like, I'll tell <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. Chelsea are not in like the top top teams. <clears throat> excuse me, top top teams. I look to go at on a day in day out basis. Trust me, there are teams above that list. But I'll tell you right now, nothing makes me happier than seeing Chelsea fans on social media absolutely fucking cry. We're not getting help. We're not getting financial support. Graham Potter's things. This is what Chelsea deserve. Because Chelsea fans have to be some of the single most annoying fans I think I've ever dealt with in my entire life. They're the ones who went up... And honestly, I love this. I have receipts. When Jorginho scored that penalty against Man United and they went up one nothing with like five minutes left in the game, I had nine, JD, nine separate people text me laughing emojis. And then when Casemiro <laughs> scored, it was literally just, it was ecstasy. And now those same people don't return my text messages when I'm asking them, hey, so how's the FA Cup going? What's that score look like? 
Hey, ooh, ooh, I hear that 18-year-old's gonna save your season. <clears throat> Sorry. Sucks, doesn't it? And you know what's the best part, JD? They can bring in Joao Felix. They could bring in... This team could bring in Messi. And I still, at this point, don't confidently believe that they can find their way out of this hole. I don't. I really, really don't. Well, that's 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 because Chelsea would play Messi as a right wing back. But, like... And didn't you and I say this originally? Like, what was Chelsea's overall plan going to be? You have a lot of good pieces, but not a lot of pieces to make a puzzle. Like, and it just, I feel like this is just, this is the effect. This is the effect of what happened when you have a lot of good pieces, but they're not in one cohesive unit. Like, you're bringing in another central forward. You have, like, two already. You need midfielders. By the way, you need you need, a, you need a guy to replace Reese James for the rest of the season. You need like bring uh, a bring a loan in for that you one. Need, because... yeah, you need someone to replace Koulibaly because no one is talking about how Koulibaly is you know doing his best Harry Maguire impression lately. Good, good, good thing they didn't spend a lot of money on him. Yeah, so it's it's <sighs> it's one of those things where I'm very interested to see what Chelsea could do from this point because. I've ran out of options. If I was in a FIFA career mode and I was at this point, I'd delete the club. I would just, you know what? This project's not fun to do anymore. I'm, I'm going to go. Just do not even, not even, not even quit. Just delete. No, just there is a delete button <laughs> option and I would smash that thing. Like it's the it's fucking, a, that was easy staples button. Just a bunch of free agents coming out of Chelsea. Oh, Ma Mason Mount would finally get his move to Liverpool. Uh, dude, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I don't want to have that conversation yet. I want it to be a little bit further in the season. But when Chelsea don't make European competitions, what's that yard? What's that yard sale going to look like? Because that's going to be, ah, uh, it could be interesting. Yeah, it could be interesting. Because if you're not getting the financial kickback of being in the biggest tournaments in world football, um, doesn't matter how many bucks your owner has there, you know. So again. We'll have to see. Uh, one other little bit of transfer news. I don't even want to talk about this for like 35 seconds. Uh, Man United look like they finally have a striker. Uh, not going in <laughs> on the Joao Felix, uh, you know, sweepstakes. They're going in for Woot Weghurst. Yes. You remember the guy from, uh, remember the guy from uh, Burnley last year who was going to be all that, the, like. That is the best pronunciation of any European name I've ever heard from you. Woot Weghurst. Um, yeah, uh, I'm about it. What is he? Six foot six. He's like a bully. He's like, honestly, it's like two, he, two, six, 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 250 pounds. He looks like a fucking tight end. Like, for the, like the Steelers. I'm telling like, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, this guy screams Mitrovic 2.0. And you know what? Fuck it. I need a United striker to look a center back dead in the eyes and go, I will eat you. Like I will fucking like, I'm going to meet you in the parking lot after this game. And we're just going to fucking take off our shirts and we're going to beat the shit out of each other. Like, I'm pretty sure, like you're like a dad. You're like a dad at your ten year old's little league game, I, I, too I, having too many beers in the parking lot, I, fighting I, another kid's dad. Hey, bat dad! I didn't no, hear. Bat <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. That is God, that, that is that with, episode yeah, is amazing. Yeah, that is without a doubt my favorite all time South Park episode. E <laughs> e e easily, like oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> like, like easily one A and one B best episodes. But yeah, um, Vutvegerst, I think this is good. Um, United have a lot 
of games coming up. They're still in every competition. I, I shared on the Discord earlier that United have four games in 12 days. Like, fuck my life. And two of those games are Premier League games against it's, against Arsenal and City. Like, it's, it, it's almost like Jurgen Klopp was right all those years ago, and nobody's talking about it. Well, they're just like, oh yeah, the fixture congestion is really bad. Nobody, nobody warned us about this. Like, and the thing I'm worried about is, <laughs> I think Ten Hag will play this smart, and he will prioritize the fuck out of. We play Charlton tomorrow, and we're gonna talk about the EFL Cup now. They play Charlton tomorrow. I cannot imagine someone over the age of twenty in the starting lineup. Like maybe. Victor Lindelof, Harry Maguire, Jack... Charlton but- Athletic is good. Yes, yes, but I don't think... We have to save our best players. We have City on the weekend. Like, we have City in X amount of days, and I'm... Sp- City won. City won the game. Already calling it. City are going to win. My biggest thing is we can't lose by five because we finally have plus goal differential, and in this Premier League, the goal differential is almost more important than the points. So... Hopefully that United get that done in the next day and they can get him in the system and kind of get him working right before it starts getting really crazy with all the cup competitions. Now to the EFL Cup. JD, we are down to eight teams left in the EFL Cup and it is getting excited. Seven of the eight teams are Premier League clubs, but actually ones you might not think. United go up against Charlton, Newcastle go up against Leicester, Nottingham Forest go up against Wolves, and Southampton go up against Manchester City. So, you kind of expect City, you expect United, you, you expect Newcastle. Leicester, Wolves, and Nottingham Forest. Like, how did you get here? And then you just, like, everyone in the room stares in the corner, looks at Charlton, and goes, wait a second, how did you get here? For the first time ever, Man United get, a, get the easy draw. It's not Man City. I was almost fucking shocked that Manchester City didn't draw Charlton, but... Here nor there. JD, we're down to eight teams. How do you think it plays out from this point? Um, I think it... So, Manchester United should beat Charlton. Don't get me wrong. It's going to depend on how they approach this game. They should be starting younger guys, of course. You know, you have a you know, big game over the weekend. Your bench should be good. Because ju- if you want to go, for- you're far enough into this competition oh. where you should probably, at this point, be taking it seriously. Mick, Mick, Fr- and- Mick Fred, a hundred percent. Mick Fred sees the light of day tomorrow. Today, as you well, are listening. And- but that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, start, start younger guys. Start guys that don't always start. But like, make sure. I think Casemiro should be on the bench for this game, just in case you need to bring him on. Yeah. Because to to if your midfield is crumbling, you need to be able to bring him on. Yeah. Just because you're far enough in this competition where, <coughs> at, excuse me, at some point you need to take it seriously. Um, so United should win, but it's it's going to depend on how Ten Hag approaches this game. Um, as for Newcastle Leicester, I I don't know how Newcastle is going to approach this because I think they're in, they're in un, they're they're in a weird territory in the Premier League title race where. They might just approach it the same way they approach the FA I Cup, and see, yeah. I could see Leicester City thinking, "Okay, this is our chance to make it to a final." I I, I don't know. I, I I really don't. I can't call this one. I'm gonna say a draw just because. So, City is gonna get to the final wherever side they go on. City will make it to the final. Yeah, I don't. Probably. I don't think yeah, they. Probably. I don't think that's been set up yet. Uh, I don't care. Nottingham Forest Wolves. I care no. I absolutely not one of those teams in that thing. Um, I hope Wolves goes all out in that game. 
Well, I think so both. Just, I think they bo- just continue to be tired. I think so when when Liverpool's replay with them happens, I think no matter what, like they're both gonna have to go all out. Like if you're, dude, if you're Forest or Wolves, this is your this is your season right here. This is the closest you're getting to this. Well, um, no, w- w- Wolves have a good chance in the FA. Cup. Yeah, well, that's that's up to you. Uh, United should beat Charlton, and then if Newcastle bounce out of both the EFL Cup and FA Cup in the same like seven day period, that's not a good look. That's that's it I think I think it would be seen, depending on the team selection, I think it would be seen as semi intentional to free up time to focus solely on the Premier League because they're not traditionally one of the teams that are in the position that they're in. And I think they're doing really well with, you know, recruitment with their team. But the depth is starting to get there, but not quite there yet. So I, I think I don't think they're ready to fight for you know three or four trophies in one season. I just don't think they're there, and I think they'd probably be best to just fight for Champions League right now. No, that's smart. And that's that is smart. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Set your priorities. Worry about the bigger competitions down the road. I get that. But I just think it's a bad look if Newcastle go out of two cup competitions in one seven day period. Uh, I personally don't see that as like, eh, that don't that doesn't look good. Context, context, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just think if I'm a fan, I would be kind of like, fuck, come on, seriously, we bounce out of two. I thought we were supposed. to... I don't know. I I don't. There's there's very little that could upset a Newcastle fan right now. Uh, If I'm being honest, completely understandable. But we're gonna quickly uh knock this out in the next few minutes. Uh, we're gonna talk about there is one game that falls uh before we record on Thursday, and that is. Fulham is going to be hosting Chelsea in the English Premier League. Now, looking at the table, Fulham are three points clear above Chelsea as it stands right now. But Chelsea do have have played one less game. So, of course, that game's not going to be made up here. But, JD, we're going to do the poll. This vote is going to count. Uh, I'm going to kick it off. Fulham are going to win this game. Fulham are going to win this game because Chelsea just... I... I don't think... Well, Joao Felix definitely won't be there. Definitely won't be there in time for a Thursday kickoff if that deal's not already done by Tuesday. Um, you know, work visas and everything as well. I, I just... I, I personally think Fulham are going to win this game because I think Fulham are currently playing with momentum. They're playing with energy. Mitrovic... Like, do you know how much Chelsea would kill for a Mitrovic right now? Like, actually kill for someone who just says, fuck it, I'm going to go into the box and cause chaos. Like, they have... Fulham have better players than Chelsea as we are talking right now. Like, I'm tired of putting Chelsea on this pedestal of, oh, they're going to win because they're Chelsea. I I can't say that anymore. I can't. So I'm going to be going with Fulham. I agree with your thought process, for sure. Um, I see this as a very boring draw. Ooh. Where Mitrovic is going to foul some defender to score a header, and Chelsea will dig a goal out. They will. It, it won't be pretty. This game is going to suck, but it, it's going to be a 1 1 draw. I love this. We have one game this week, and we're all undecided. I, Fulham, you draw the fans just by like one singular vote went for Chelsea. You fucking love to see it. Uh, really quickly from last week's votes, uh, JD got six, I got six, the fans got four. So JD's at 78, I'm at 84, the fans are at 87. Getting tight, getting tight. Just, just, just watch out, Matt. 
I'm sneaking up. Yeah, I, JD Loki has been on a little bit of a run with his picks lately, and I think like we kind of like it's the whole meme of objects in your re- mirror may appear further away. Like, J- no, it's gonna be that. It's gonna be the Undertaker meme. <laughs> Oh my you know, god! It's like the Undertaker's just like gets up and it's just right yeah. behind you. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm excited because we are now in the full swing of the season. There is EFL, FA, Premier League, and JD. We're gonna blink two or three times, and Europa champions league is all going to be back and then right after that the mls kicks off so inject it straight into my veins all the Matt, what's up we're, we're gonna blink we're gonna blink twice and it's gonna be beer fest in atlantic city i actually should start booking that so yeah oh you didn't book that yet yeah i kind of a, a lot's going on i thought you booked that yeah. i thought you booked that months ago yeah so, yeah, so did i um <laughs> Yeah, oh, we're airing this out right now. What the fuck? Yeah, no, we're gonna end this episode right this exact second. Um, <laughs> thank you once again, everyone, for all your love and support. We're we're gonna knock out a quick one. Nothing crazy going on, so we'll give you a nice quick one before you get on with your week. Once again, we want to thank you for all your love and support with everything that you guys provide to us. We greatly appreciate every single last thing. As well, if you are not already, please give us a follow on Instagram at the EPL Boys to make sure you are up to date with everything going on here at the EPL Boys Camp as well. If you are not already, please hit the subscribe button on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on and make sure to leave us that five-star review. It goes a very, very long way. For JD, my name is Matt. Guys, I want you to be safe. I want you to be well, and we will see you guys next time. Peace out.